And it was like, yay, but also like, whoa. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 100 entitled Ladies Take Over. Tonight we'll be talking about what it's like being married to guys who focus on emotional needs, how emotional needs play into our marriage slash parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can give, and if you can, give us a five-star review. Rachel, what specifically is this podcast about? Hi, friends. No matter who you are, at some point in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, they're not as good as they could be. If things are bad and you're alone, things just got so much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans twelve fifteen, which states, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. And if you noticed, we are not Jay, Brian, Chris, or Eric. We are the wives. We're going to go around now and introduce ourselves. Amy D., you're up first. Hi. I'm Amy. I'm Amy D because there are two Amys and you're going to find out. It's like in elementary school when there's a bunch of Amys in your class. And <laughs> All the Amys. There were so many Amys. There were so many. But I am married to Chris who usually sits in this chair and wears flannel. So <laughs> we have been married for 20 years. We got married in the year 2000 so we can always know how many years we've been married. <laughs> so, yep. And I am an elementary music teacher, just like he is. We met in band camp. <laughs> this one time. time section. <laughs> and I teach the littles. I teach K to two. And it's really fun. I guess that's it. Okay, so on to Amy H. Hi, I'm Amy H. Also sitting in my husband's seat, aka wearing a hoodie. So <laughs> gotta dress the part. Um, I am so we've been married 13 years now. Um, going on 14 in May. And we have Maggie girl. We have one little one. <laughs> and I work part time as a social worker. So I work with a lot of folks that um, that are end of life, um, older adults, hospice. I know great stuff. Just Rachel's face is wow. just like, ugh, <laughs> That's yeah. Tough. So yeah, it's it's tough, but also very rewarding. Um, I love it. So I love being part time and here we are. So oh, yeah. All right. All right. Lex. I am Lex and I'm sitting in Bry's seat, um, also wearing his flannel. It was uh, <laughs> wanted to make it easy for you all to <laughs> tell us apart and know who we belonged with. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> <Good call. laughs> um, we'll be celebrating 20 years in August. Um, proud mom of Ethan and Abby. And I work for CVS. Uh, as a documentation consultant full-time. It's fantastic. Um, just so grateful to have that. And I actually worked from home before all the COVID madness hit, uh, which made our transition um, very, very smooth when the kids came mm -hmm. home. So very grateful for that. And 
Um, I'm just so excited to be here tonight. Uh, finally get to uh, experience what the guys experience and looking forward to our talk tonight. All right, Rachel. So I am Rachel and I'm wearing my Penn Hills gear to represent Penn Hills School District as my husband is employed by them. So I'm married to Jay and we have been married for 21 years. Um, we have three children and I work full-time as a classroom aide at the Western Pennsylvania School for the Deaf and I work with the preschoolers so I get to hug and hold babies all day long mm -hmm. and they're adorable and cute and I love it and it's really cool. That's awesome. So yeah. there. All right. Fantastic. So now <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> so now we're going to go around and talk about what it is like to be married to guys who know how to focus on emotional needs and maybe think something that is a good example and something that may be a negative example if you have one. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Or is this where we talk about food? Also, we're going to include good and bad food because that's what the guys do, right? They yeah. talk What's about good and bad in your life? Right. Food. Right. Food might be that. Fun. So, life. Yeah. Okay. So, Amy D., back to oh, you. My all goodness right. gracious. Okay. First of all, I forgot to mention my children. And there is a great chance that they're listening right now. So, sorry. But I was first. Hi, and that's my excuse. Okay. I have two <laughs> teenagers. And, yes. So, are we doing what's good and what's bad in our life right now this week? Yes. Be, yes. Okay. So, I'm going to start with what's bad so it can end with what's good. Great. What's bad is being tired. Mm. Guys, yes. I'm yes. so tired mm -hmm. yes. all day, like going to work and then coming home and having meetings and having children. And then you forget that you have those children, apparently, <laughs> because you're so tired. And I love my job, but I just wake up and I'm like, okay, I have to have the energy to do this today. Yes. So that's what's bad. And what's good, can I, I want to tell a story about my kiddos yes. because every um, month I do a composer of the month in my little classroom. And sometimes it's classical, sometimes it's not. We did Dolly Parton, and somebody had a Dolly Parton birthday cake. It was so adorable. And they, somebody named a dog Dolly Parton. But this month we're, we were doing Edward Elgar, who is a classical composer. And I was playing some music. Um, and if you want to look it up, it's the Enigma Variations. And it's beautiful. And I asked the students to listen for what it made them feel like and have a five-year-old tell you that it makes your heart soft Aww. or that it reminds them of looking at pictures of their dog or something. It's just so sweet. Oh, my gosh. You're so creative. Oh. <laughs> How do you pick the composer each month? Well, that's a great question. It Thank depends. You. Because that month was I was teaching a song by Edward Elgar and I wanted to, you know, incorporate that into my classroom. Dolly I did because I love Dolly. And then this month, we for February, we're going to do Scott Joplin because it is Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And he's the king of ragtime. Excellent. And, yep. Fantastic. Awesome. Nice. Thank you. What, do you have any food stories for us? Oh, gosh. Guys, if you could eat one food <laughs> for your entire life and it wasn't unhealthy. It was just, you were happy every day to eat that food. What would it be? Cheese. That's a good one. Yeah. Oranges. Wait. <laughs> Oranges. Show off. Pizza. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's from, a good one. What chocolate chip cookies uh, specifically? Yeah. Homemade but I think, okay. I think you homemade. get some leeway with chocolate chip cookies. You can mix it up. Like yeah. one week you could do Chips Ahoy. Okay. Because here's mine. 
Well, French fries, mm. but maybe potatoes, but French fries because it is a vehicle for any sort of condiment that you want. What's your favorite? True. I, I, but see, here's the thing. I love a good ketchup, mm-hmm. uh, Heinz ketchup, and but honey mustard. Huh. Not oh, a I was going to say ketchup oh, and cheese. So I've good. done that. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yep. Cheese with the ketchup yeah. mixed together. So it's like orange. That's really good. So... I don't like to cook, guys. Yeah. Right? I, I, I mean, it's not fun, but I like to eat French fries. Did, so you, my did you ever go to the O? I and, did. Back in the day. Oh, back in the day. Yes. They're fries with the ketchup and cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm. And shout out to the pub. We love their truffle fries. Those That's are true. incredible. Yes. And Mohan's good. now has yes. their fresh, fresh cut. cut fries. So good. What makes them truffle? Like the oil on mm-hmm. them. Y'all fancy. And there's like cheese and, well, I don't know, fabulousness. Yes. But it's it's bougie yeah. kind of fries. Right. Like that's a night all right. Out. <laughs> Once in a while, be yeah. a little bougie. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's all. That was my food. <laughs> I like French fries. All right, Amy H. All right. <laughs> bad and good. So I'm going to do the same. Bad. Um, Nothing really bad per se in my life right now, but more of just like the burden of the world, I guess. It's just kind of like, ugh, things are heavy and, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, you get it both. You know, I work with all the my clients. Like, I work with older adults who are living alone and sure. feeling the burden of just being home alone more now. And they're not able to be out and about. And it's just, it's it, then it can go somewhere in you. You know, you get really burdened by it so yeah um what's good is saturday night was our fun night with the girls oh, we did the little oh, fun, fun show where we had all kinds of shout out to a friend that you know gave kelly. us some kelly and know if we were allowed to say her. <laughs> <laughs> kelly's the best so yes we really enjoyed it so big shout out to kelly mm-hmm. and it was just a fun night i really enjoyed it so Absolutely. yeah um what else food, food. um Food. Shout out to Lex and Brian who gave us the air fryer. We are really enjoying it. Oh, I've been good. created a Pinterest board just for recipes. I tried um, fried apples the other night in the. I know <laughs> Rachel's face. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was graham cracker crust, cinnamon and sugar oh, tossed in. So good. Oh my goodness! Just, I'm glad it you was, liked it. It was good. <laughs> They're a, they're a game changer. Like, it was like apple pie, yeah. but healthy. So there. Oh, good. <laughs> God, you're enjoying it. Well, real quick, we're getting some um, a lot of comments on awesome. Facebook. Um, All right. Yeah, Phil said hello, Hi, ladies. Phil. Um, I have to give a shout out to Turtle. He knows who he is. Hi, Turtle. Hello. <laughs> uh, Michelle Gonzalez Craig. Nice to meet the ladies. Thank you. So nice to meet you, um, Josh Hughes. Hello. He's I always know. here. I, I feel know. Like. Yeah. I feel like Josh. he lives in your basement and <laughs> is just hanging out down there waiting for the live signal. <laughs> so thank you, everyone who's watching. Um, all right. So my good, bad and food. So I'm going to also lead off with the bad. Um, I know Bryce mentioned it on the podcast before, but I do deal with a lot of migraines mm. um, have for almost 30 years. Um and so January, I started with a new therapy. It's a once a month shot. Um, it's supposed to last a whole month and then, you know, you're, you're good to go for a month and then you take your next shot uh, 30 days later or so. Um, well, so I took it on the first of January and then last week, um, I woke up 
with just this vertigo. Mm-hmm. Um, no pain or anything, just vertigo like crazy. And uh, it was very strange. I don't usually get that. And then the following day, really bad migraine. Ugh. And so that lasted, like today I'm just finally coming out of it. Wow. So it was like... Um, the weekend was a little bit better, um, but still not great. So like five days and I went online and, um, looked at, you know, user reviews cause my neurologist is amazing. She's fantastic. I love her. Um, but she'd said that, you know, there really were just kind of some mild side effects. Mm-hmm. Hadn't really mentioned anything about rebound headache. Um, so I went online and looked at some reviews and there were, several reviews saying, yeah, about a week before my next shot, I will get this kind of breakthrough pain. Um, And I checked with my cousin who uh, is on my mother's side, which is where the migraines run through. Mm -hmm. And she actually was taking the same medication um, and had the same thing happening. Um, So I was like, oh, well, that kind of stinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but today I'm coming out of it and I don't even take my next shot until next week. So I'm hoping that, you know, after I've been taking it for a few months, maybe it'll it'll go away. I was going to say, does that lessen over time? I don't know. It didn't so much for my cousin, but other people it might. So we'll see. Everybody's different. Yeah. So So does that, do the benefits still outweigh the breakthrough yeah headache. we'll see because like my cousin had said that the time that she was uh that it worked for her got better and better as the months went by even though she was still having the breakthrough pain so i think it's going to be a time will tell and, okay uh, we'll mm-hmm. see so knock on wood um I'm just yeah. sorry you had to deal with all of like yeah. just uh, just ugh, that you even have to go. And it, yes, it's exhaust. Yeah. I'm exhausted and I'm not. I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah. going through it, and yeah. I can't imagine. It really so, is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, but thankfully, I mean, Brian, the kids are amazing, and you know, just super supportive there. Um, but my good is super fun. Um, so excited. So Ethan has played hockey for years. Um, and yeah, yeah. okay, (laughs) (laughs) he's played hockey for years and he decided he didn't want to play this coming season when it was time for to sign up. And we're like, well, you need some sort of active, um, thing to do. You have to get out of the house. You can't just, you know, stay in the basement and play video games. Um, we can try bowling. We can try martial arts. You know, he's been super into Cobra Kai. Um, and out of the blue, he's like, oh, I'd really like to try sword fighting. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like fencing. He's like, no, like long sword, like broadsword, like what you see in the movies. Like, all right, I'll <laughs> hop on Google, see what I can find. Well, there's a place just across the bridge in Etna, um, Steel City Historical Fencing. No, not a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they have a class starting this Saturday. So I messaged them and they responded right away. I was so grateful. Um, They said, well, minimum age is 12. Not a problem because he's 13, almost 14. They said, but if you're under under 15, you have to have a parent take the class with you. Uh <laughs> so there I told is. Ethan, and his first response was, "Oh no, freaking way!" So I was like, "Well, they said the other option is to do actual like Olympic fencing with the tiny swords that you didn't want to do. Um, you can do that without a parent." He's like, "I'll think about it." <laughs> so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it took him some time. And I went to him and I said, hey, I would love to do this with you. Dad does a lot of stuff during the week. You know, he'd love to have his Saturdays. Um, I'd love to do it with you. I've wanted to learn how to sword fight since high school. And uh, he thought about it. And then he came back and he's like, yeah, you can sword fight with me. Uh, <laughs> yes. He couldn't say yes just right off the bat. Yeah. That wouldn't no, have been cool. No, he had to think about it. So I signed us both up and we're going to learn how to sword nice. fight. That's so yeah. fun. I can't wait so, to see pictures and videos of that. It's going to be great. And you can talk about that like on his, when he gets married. You can be like, remember when you said I could sword fight with you? Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever love you as much. Yeah. <laughs> I sword you, Ethan. <laughs> what about any food? Do you have any good food? Yeah, Saturday, um, we had a birthday dinner for Bri's mom and her sister. They're Shout both born to in January. Happy, Happy birthday. Aunt Phil. Love you. Um, and we did kind of a traditional turkey dinner. It's Sally's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've heard about yes. this dinner that is her favorite. The yes. traditional mm-hmm. turkey dinner. Turkey yes. stuffing, mashed potatoes, I love it. gravy. We got grave, gravy from Pounds Turkey Farm. Not a sponsor. And um, <laughs> it was it was great. And the turkey, um, Bri made it. Bri is our official turkey cooker. Um, he... <laughs> Why is that so bad? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's a turkey. <laughs> but he just always does it so beautifully. Um, they they turn out like golden brown and crispy. And so I, I never cook the turkey ever. Awesome. It's wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was it was beautiful and it was fantastic. And that was my favorite. Awesome. Do you do anything with like the stuff that comes out of the turkey? He tried to feed it to Chalupa. Oh. She was really excited. A dog, not a, ch- a child. Or, yeah. Oh, yes. Chalupa's oh, a dog. Chalupa's made the podcast before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> not a toddler. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, she she got real excited when he first like opened up the turkey. Like she smelled it across the house and came running. And um, he tried to give her the the gizzards and the um, mm. the skin, and and she like licked at it and then ran away. She, oh, yeah, right. it was very strange. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, I would agree with Amy Davidson. Like just having to work. Our schedule, like working Mm -hmm. in schools and in education right now, is really challenging. And Amy, I'm sure you agree, trying to balance online Mm -hmm. with in person. And, you know, in my case, when you're doing that with three year olds, (laughs) it's comical Mm -hmm. and we laugh all day. But I mean, it's it's hard work. It's It's tiring. tiring. We're tiring. Yeah. Um, We're tired. Yeah. But I mean, I also love it and look forward to it every day. But. I would say that's the only negative. Um, but also that's the good too. I'm so excited to have mm-hmm. a job and that we're able to be there and that a lot of our kids are, we, our kids come five days a week in person. And if they choose to, they can also choose to be online. Um, that's been really great for our kiddos and it's been a great year so far. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as food goes, guys, I'm the worst. I don't care about food. <laughs> you don't? Like, probably less than Amy Davidson. Because I don't fries. even care, like, where French fries come from. Like, <laughs> You're but, just, it's fuel to you. Right. It's just, yeah. So yeah. I, what is it? I eat to live. I don't mm-hmm. live to eat. Right. Which is funny 
being married to Jay Mitlow, who yeah. loves to cook and create, mm-hmm. and he has spices coming out the wazoo, and right. a smoker, and a grill, and all these things, and he loves to cook, and he's excellent, but it's just not... I, I don't get excited about cooking right. at all. Um, though I will say he makes excellent... He makes sausage, like homemade sausage. Mm-hmm. So I eat the same thing every day for breakfast and lunch. Mm-hmm. Which Jay Mitlow makes for me. He doesn't make my breakfast, but he makes the sausage, which I heat up in the morning. But he makes my lunch for me every day, which is nice. so sweet. It's Aww. the same thing every That's day. That's such a huge thing. Yeah. And it's so nice. Um, and I don't care that it's the same thing. Like, I'm fine with it. I love it. It's delicious. I don't care. And I know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. So my problem is also, like, sometimes you eat something and you're not sure what's going to happen. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody wants the meat sweats in the middle right. of, like, <laughs> the work day or something. So, like, what I eat for lunch, I know we're good to go and i like to keep it simple like when he says like we'll pick a restaurant i'm just as good with eaton park as right something fancy downtown like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me right. i need to give a couple shout outs i can see hi jen from the gym love you hi, jen. And hi michelle love you uh who else is there jeff platt hi buddy all right so good hi friends thanks for watching <laughs> Um, okay, so do we want to go into now, dun, 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 (laughs) (laughs) how meeting emotional needs has influenced our marriage, our parenting, our family life, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Does anybody want to go first or Amy, do you want to take the lead on that? Or does anybody else feel led to jump right in? Spotlight. <laughs> I can talk. That's oh. fine. But I, I wanted to like put out there that we have been married for 20 years. And actually, we started dating. I was about Ben's age because I was 18. Mm. I know. That's crazy. But. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we met you guys, what, six years ago? And mm-hmm. start, took that emotional needs class maybe like five years ago. So this is very new to mm-hmm. us yes. in our marriage. So we are still learning. We are imperfect. We've kind of grown up together. So I just wanted to put that out there, that it's not like butterflies and rainbows yes. all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to put that out there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, so I am very high in security. And so where I find that comes to me is that I, and it can be something really dumb, like you tell me you're going to take out the garbage, please take out the garbage. Because if somebody does not take out the garbage, it feels like a lie mm. to me instead mm. of just like a, mm. uh, I forgot. And, and which is so, you know, it's small and it's weird. But him knowing now that yes. it is my emotional need of security instead of me being a nag and me being, well, why do you care like that it comes out today or we skip a week and we'll do, right. we'll do garbage next week. It's fine. And honestly, the kids do garbage now, but yes. that is just a, an example. Mm-hmm. Like just to know where things are coming from. So you kind of give each other a little bit of grace yes. instead of being like, why are you being this way? And Chris has a very high need for um, affection. Mm-hmm. And I have zero need for affection. Mm-hmm. And I feel yes. like, honestly, like it, it changes. Because before kids, I probably had a higher need for affection. Mm. And then you have kids and... Once you are done with the kid part of the day, you're like, okay, I'm done with being touched. I'm Mm -hmm. done with that. And, like, he likes PDAs, as 
you all are aware. <laughs> yes. No, not at all. I, yes, am not, <laughs> I am not a fan of PDAs. So it, it's very tricky. But like when we were... What if Chris came out of this closet right now and just started like petting you? <laughs> it is uh, like 99% possibility. But like when we were bowling and I came up and I just like touched his arm and he was like... Hey, that's nice. You actually came mm-hmm. over here. And yeah. I was like, yes, yes, I should do things more often like this, but it's so weird. But <laughs> right. just to know. But I also told him I was going to, you know, blow up his spot a little bit that he likes to use uh, emotional needs as an insult sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I say, hey, Chris, will you do something for me? And he says, I thought you weren't high in support. Why do you need me to do that for you? (laughs) I'm like, just I'm paying attention, okay? (laughs) Right. So did you not, if you don't mind me, like, asking, did you not get enough attention or, like, the affection, I should say, or... Too much, too little. Just, do you think that that stems from that? What do you mean? Like growing up. Oh, growing up. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that it stems for me Mm -hmm. from growing up. Mm -hmm. I honestly think I probably, you know, when we were younger and I was more affectionate openly, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was something with having kids and being a teacher and you have kids crawling on you all Mm -hmm. day that literally just. At the end of the day, you're just like, okay, I'm done. This you is need your my personal space. space. Yeah. Yep. This right. Is, I'm good. Yeah. 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 And what about parenting? How do you feel like knowing what you know now has affected parenting? Right. And it's the same thing. Once you know mm-hmm. what is happening, you are so much more understanding. And I, and Ben, I don't think he's going to mind me saying this. So he um, is took the emotional needs questionnaire on lunchtimeinrome.com and discovered that he was <laughs> high in support. And so we had a conversation about it. And um, he often, whenever he is sending an email or a text to an adult, like a teacher or somebody, he always wants me to read it. And it drives me crazy. I'm like, Ben, next year you're going to be in college. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be there to read all your things for you. And he's like, Mom, I need support. And I was like, oh. oh wow. So yes. once you understand kind of where mm-hmm. it's coming from, mm-hmm. I think you can give a little more grace and just... Yes. Kind of helps you out. And it, and you can f- start finding it, you know, at kids at school, if they're mm-hmm. acting out, kind of be more understanding of what is happening, what they're lacking, what they're needing. Adults at school. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can understand yes. the same sort of thing. So, yeah. yes, it's very, very helpful to know. Yeah. All right. Who's next? All right. Amy. I, I can go. All right. Um, What's it like? Well, f- well, let me, funny story. I didn't even really know about the po- us doing the podcast until a few weeks ago. This ties in, okay? This Not ties even tie a few in. weeks, like yeah, no. last week. <laughs> like, I know it was a, kind of a joke. We were like, oh, yeah, the girls should get on sometime. But then it was like, Eric came in after a podcast one night and was like, oh, BT dubs. Um, yeah. Y'all are going to be doing it just, you know, coming on the podcast. I'm like, oh, that's fun. And he's like, no, like just the girls. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like, yay, but also like, whoa. Oh, I was totally blindsided, but he knows that I have such a high need of support. So I need, he knew that he needed to prep me. And then he realized like, oh, whoops, sorry, sorry, my bad. Like, but Mm -hmm. no, he recognized it and everything was fine. I wasn't like super angry, but I was like, uh, (laughs) but, um, so yeah, I do have a high need of support and I have a very low, um, need of attention. So they kind of fall into each other. So it's like the, the, um, 
scene like you're going into the cafeteria but you don't want to be alone like walking in back mm-hmm. in school like but if somebody was like if Lex was with me and walking in well if one of us mess up and whatever fine because then the attention's on both of us mm-hmm. it's not just right, me right. so that's why I hate attention I can't I, I, I just freeze and it's really funny that I get up and sing solos that you know worship at beautifully, church and yes, it's just beautifully <laughs> but I think it's just because I have a high need of support because there's other people there even though I'm by myself but I'm not so it's kind of right. interesting how that like you know I never realized that until like oh yeah it is a thing and but you're writing me like with the whole emotional needs thing we Eric and I started doing it probably it's got to be six eight years now with Jay and Rachel and it's amazing. It's just we, you know, Jay is always so funny about like comparing us like eight years ago to now. Like, do you remember oh, when mm-hmm. you got? I kind of really don't sometimes. Like, right. it's just kind of always this is what we, you know, just opens doors to things yes. that you never realize. But yeah, like it, it applies, like you said too, Amy, like to work. I can apply it to my clients that I talk with also and joining them in their emotions. It's so amazing. And actually, it's been amazing in my work. Like I do a lot yes. of grief support too for folks. So wow. yeah. That it's it's amazing and people will even give me feedback and say, "Wow, you really you you got it. You understood what I'm going through. Like no one's ever recognized that." Yes. And it's not to gloat. It's really just like I know I'm really listening and I, I I can hear what's what your need is and that's just been really amazing for my work yes. too. Um same thing with your family. It's kind of funny how you can <laughs> you can kind of figure out your needs of your uh, you know, outside of your family, but also your immediate family. Yes. Um, and, you know, I know Maggie's still t- too little, but I think, you know, she has her moments of she may need support, like, or is it toddler? You know what I mean? Sure. Like right now it's mommy, come play with me. Or really, I'm like, I'm trying to encourage her. No, you can keep, please girl, go, go on for a minute. Like <laughs> mommy needs to just like go over to the kitchen for a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that's still too early to tell because she's only two. But. Right. <laughs> So, right. So, yeah. But like you said, even dealing with extended family and yes. friends and. Right. And and there's been yeah. like, you know, friction. I don't know if that's the right word, but there's been moments you're just like, oh, I, you know, you're anxious about certain scenarios with family. And then but once you realize they're, you know, um, emotional needs, it's really interesting. And it's really opens those doors to join that person is sometimes it's hard to do. Right. right you know, but sure. it's that's what's been great that I can at least go home and Eric's my support to, you know, comfort me. What if, if I'm, of course, you guys, I, I will come yes. to you like, guys, good, let's we yeah. need to talk and we'll have an emergency team meeting. And, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> thank God, like I people don't have that. And I'm very grateful for that. So, yeah, that's a huge thing. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, with us, it's been, I mean, and we were a little bit newer to the friend group and we um, haven't really sat down with you guys, but Bri has just absorbed um, all of this emotional uh, needs learning and it's been so wonderful um, because we are, oh, um, not opposites attract, um, but we're, there are some opposites with us. Um, He is very much, um, we took a personality test years ago and he's an influencer, mm. um, very much. And I'm very much a mm. supportive type personality. So I am very influenceable, mm. um, <laughs> which caused some problems for us earlier in the marriage. Um, and I'm also, um, I have a high need for security. 
Um, and the way that plays out for me is I like to plan. Mm. I find my security in knowing what's mm. coming next. Yes. Um, whereas Brian is very free spirit. Uh, his, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw his score. So my security score is a six. His is a negative two. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you could get a negative on this. <laughs> you sure can. Yes. And I was like, well, this explains so much. So um, he does not need to plan. He loves to do things on the spur of the moment. And um, so it was always like, well, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, even if I didn't think I had set plans mm-hmm. for myself. It was kind of like, well, I, well, I, I had planned to do nothing, <laughs> right? you know, right. and now you want to do all of these plans. And so now I understand that for me, it was a security blanket. And that's helped me to say, okay, did I really have plans? You know, even if they were things like laundry or vacuuming, mm-hmm. did I really have plans or did I just feel safe in what I'd envisioned my day to be? Mm-hmm. And that's allowed us to like, we, we ended up going to, um, you know, a state park one Saturday. He just kind of floated it. And he told me later, he's like, I really didn't expect anybody in the family to actually want to go, mm. um, which made me a little sad for him because he loves going for hikes. And it ended up being an amazing day. Um, but Abby, of course... She has a very high need for security, too, but in a different way. Mm. Um, she's also very um, free-spirited like him in other ways. So when he floated the idea, she was like, yeah, let's go. And he's like, well, if we go, we all need to go. And then he looked at me, and I was like, I took a deep breath, and I was like, yeah, it sounds like fun. And he was just, the light in his eyes mm, was sure. so rewarding to see. And then with the three of us, Ethan was kind of like, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so we even took Chalupin. It was wonderful. But then, you know, my you know, my ability to put that down has, has a limit. And when they went climbing on rocks that had no railing, no, mom is going to stay back right. for that one. Right. Yeah. And he respected that. Like he, he could understand that. And, and, you know, knowing that that was, and I, I said, my sense of security, you know, it, being able to talk in that language has allowed us to communicate better mm-hmm. with that. Um, and um, we also, um, he has a very high need for respect. Like where my security is super high, his respect is super mm-hmm. high. And um, we had had problems. For me, I clean in, in spurts. You know, it, it gets to a point and then, okay, yeah, let's take care of this. Let's clean this up. For him, clutter to him is a sign of disrespect. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not respecting the house. Mm-hmm. You're not respecting me by cleaning up after yourself. Um, and so it finally kind of clicked at one point. He went on a um, business trip and we started, me and the kids started doing this thing where the day he comes back, it's like we're going to do a house cleaning day to show data how much we respect him and how excited we are to have him home. Mm-hmm. And he noticed it. He commented on it. And he noticed the pattern because he had like three business trips in the same month. Right. Um, and it really made him feel loved. Mm-hmm. And so this has just been having these emotional needs um, lessons has been so great for our communication. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been really, really good. And as far as the parenting, um, being able to see that in our kids, Ethan is also very much a support, um, you know, with the schoolwork, his algebra. Um, he is great at math. 
He doesn't Blech. think he is. Yes. <laughs> Stay away from math. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ben wants to be a math major. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, poor Ben. Yeah. Come on. Do better, Do better. Teach Ethan math in like a heartbeat. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, and he'll, he'll get a concept, but he'll think he doesn't have it. Right. But I, so I will have to go down and sit on his bed sometimes and he'll do the whole worksheet on his own, mm-hmm. but he won't do it if I'm not there with him. And so it's just, it's that support. It's not even encouragement. I can't be like, oh, bud, you know what you're right. doing is great. That, mm. that is worthless to him. He wants somebody sitting right there, yeah. right next to him. And that's the support he wants. And um, Abby, I'm on team Ethan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Abby's security, whereas she can climb up, you know, poles super high. Physical security isn't an issue for her. Um, planning, she doesn't care about that. But if we tell her we're going to be home at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. At 9.05, I think you guys saw the text I got it when we were at Mohan's and our food was late. 9.05, mm. I got a text, Mommy, where are you? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't you guys home yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's like, the food's taken. We're, we're just checking out now. We're going to we're gonna be, okay. You know, mm. it's, she's, she, where are you guys at? Let me know that you guys are okay. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. so it's been, it's been really, really good. Really good. So it's my turn. Yeah. So being married to Jay Mitlow, the emotional <laughs> needs guru, um, when we first started this journey 100 years ago, <laughs> we had to take a personality test. I forget what it was called, but it was hundreds of questions that you mm-hmm. had to answer fast mm-hmm. and you had two choices and da, 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 da. it's the same test, but you can't share answers and you have to answer it quickly. And our scores could not have been more opposite. We did not match on yeah. anything. Like, he's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. He can multitask. I can single task. Like, there was nothing. And it's true. Like, you can see that in a lot of ways. Like, I'm very much, I love to make a list and check things off. Mm-hmm. I will, if I do something and it's not on my list, I'll I write it. I'll thing. write it on my list <laughs> so that I can cross it off. Yes. And I love seeing a checked off list. Whereas yes. Jay's like... Oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I got this going on and this going on and this going on and this screen is open and this screen is open and I'm doing like he can just function at that speed. And um, so it does that presents its own challenges when you're so opposite. But learning these emotional needs, like you guys have said, like giving a language to that. And, you know, I have a very high need for security, much like mm-hmm. you guys do. And um, just being able to talk through that and getting through some things, I, I would love for there to be a way for lunchtime in Rome or somehow like, cause there's a whole section that we know about of marital games. And if you're married, you and your spouse play a marital game mm-hmm. and it's different for every couple. But it, you know, if you're thinking to yourself at home or you're listening or whatever, and you're like, we fight about the same or we argue about the same thing every, mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Like we bring up stuff from the past or it's the same argument over how, how you load the dishwasher over and over and over again. Well, that's an emotional need that needs to be addressed. And mm-hmm. how you play that marital game is so interesting. Um, I tend to shut down and I don't like to communicate. Mm-hmm. I just love to live by, if you ignore it, it will just go away <laughs> and we can just move on. And that's clearly not the right choice. Um, Jay loves to communicate and work it out. And we've had to come to a point where, you know, I get to call a timeout. Right. Like, I need I need so in a few minutes by myself. Uh-huh. 
Like, let me go, and then we can come back and keep talking about it, but I need a break. Um, as far as parenting, it's interesting. So I had a story. So this was from several years ago. Our oldest, Joe, was probably like 11 or 12 at the time, and we had just had a huge family birthday party. And towards the end of the night, of course, like their normal bedtime at that time was probably 9 or whatever. So it's like midnight, if not later. And we just had a horrible bedtime. You know, like, oh, I have a stomach ache. Oh, I don't want to go to bed. Oh, you know, tears everywhere, whatever. Mm. And it was interesting because I go to facts, logic, and reason. And Jay goes to the emotional need. And so, you know, after we finally got the kids put down and we got into the room and Jay goes, oh, man, I really think something's going on with Joe. I feel like maybe he's really missing his brother because it was shortly after our youngest son passed away and you know I, I think he can't verbalize it and that's why he's saying his stomach hurts and you know I think he's really hurting and I was like um I think it's because he ate two pieces of birthday cake <laughs> and a can of pop and a bowl of ice cream and it's midnight so like there is a balance between like I always want to fix the problem mm-hmm. and I think it probably ties into an emotional need that I have that I don't want my kids to feel fear or failure or shame. So if they come to us with a problem, all right, what? how do we fix it? What steps do we take? Again, my list. Whereas Jay likes to address the emotional issue behind it, and mm-hmm. which is good. And so, you know, I try to follow his lead um, with things like that. And uh, there was something else that fell out of my brain. Um, Everybody sing a little song. <laughs> Dance into your song. Yeah. Um, with emotional needs. It's great. I love I don't it. Know. I was thinking about when we did that to Bella when she actually had Lyme disease and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> You're what? so sick, Bella. You just ate too much bad stuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So Amy D and I and a bunch of other people took a road trip to Iowa several years ago and on the way back, which is a very long drive, <laughs> um, Every time we stopped, Bella was getting sick. And we were like, oh, Bella, we just want to be home. Come on, hurry up. Like, quit eating junk oh, food. Like, let's go. Oh. And we were just like, we just need to be home. And then the next day, she woke up with a fever. And I had remembered a few days before that she had showed me a mark, like, under her arm. Oh, and I was Bella. like, Bella, show me that mark under your arm. Just let me see. And, like, the little mommy red flag goes off. And sure enough, there was a bullseye right under her arm. And we had to go to the emergency room. And this poor baby had Lyme disease. And that's why she was getting sick in the car. But, right. Yeah. So we've, we've dealt with that. Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay, see ya. Do, Thank you. Thank um, I do think that us having this experience that our kids – tend to be a little bit more mature in Mm -hmm. how they deal with things in life and with their friends and their peers and even teachers and um, other adults. Our kids have always tended to be a little bit more comfortable, like talking to adults Mm -hmm. and um, knowing how to. And I feel like Mm -hmm. they know that they can come and tell us anything and there's not going to be, you know, a huge blow up or a fight or whatever that we're going to listen and we're going to process it together and, you know, so I think that's a good thing too. Like, yeah. so working through that with families, with kids, like they're going to be more mature and have that language. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a good way to start mm-hmm. into adulthood. Right. It is funny because there's been times where, um, Ethan's been picking on Abby or something and 
um, just based on previous talks that we've had, all of a sudden she'll stop and she'll look at him and she'll be like, do you know what you're doing to my sense of security right no. now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. She'll oh. be like, okay, thank you. Because, you know, sometimes she'll tell him to stop. And he just won't because right. he's 13 years old and sure. it's fun to pick on your little sister. And, you know, he'll, he'll keep poking and poking and poking. You're you're messing with my sense of security. And yeah. that gets through to him <laughs> yes. most of the time. And just but to hear those words coming from a nine year old, it's like, oh, right. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's it really helps them to be more mature, to express themselves better. And yeah, it's it's really good. It helps to deescalate the situation sometimes. That's awesome. Right. Other times she goes stomping to her room. Well, and <laughs> maybe she needs some time alone. That's yeah. fine, too. So I think overall what we're saying is that we all agree as the wives of these emotional need meeting men is that it's a positive thing <laughs> yes. overall. It's yes. a learning process. But there can, are challenges. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And now we've not really talked about. I mean, I, I can talk about. Some of the challenge. I mean, not is it a bad thing, but challenges as in because you know everybody's emotional needs. Sometimes it's like, oh, you know me too much. Please stop it, and I have to walk away and be sure. like, dang it, you know me better than myself. And right. that is also really sweet and cute. But then in the moment, you're just like, really, right. you know, I, I'm like you. I want to walk away and just give me a minute to fester, let right. it settle. And and that's kind of how I grew up. Like there'd be an argument, and everybody would just walk away and then the right. next day everything's fine and then right. it's like but no nothing was fine like we didn't really resolve what happened so sure. we need to recognize that so sometimes that can be challenging because you know eric's the i want to talk about it let's let's talk and i'm the one that you know no i, I need a minute or right mm-hmm. it's just awkward for me because i never really had that right so i just don't know sometimes it's just what this is not absolutely it's yeah. uncomfortable because i've I never find done it the process of asking for forgiveness very challenging yes, especially absolutely. if i'm still upset about what happened yes you know so when we talk about asking for forgiveness when you're meeting someone's emotional needs like if i hurt Lex's feelings like I need to go to her and say Lex Mm -hmm. when I did what I did I'm sure that made that made you question your sense of security and made you feel alone Mm -hmm. and um, maybe betrayed by that did it make you feel any other way and then you would say yes or no or Mm -hmm. whatever and then I said well you know can you please forgive me for that and Mm -hmm. move on and nobody does that Right. Like, it's a who really does that? great yeah. way to ask for yes. forgiveness, yeah. but it's also really hard. And when you're in that moment, and like you said, if you're still festering over mm-hmm. something, it's really hard to humble yourself and yes. ask for forgiveness. And it is, it's really great to do with your kids, but that's also hard to do from mm-hmm. that parent to child relationship to ask for forgiveness because you feel like I'm the parent. I don't need right. to ask you for forgiveness, but yet you do because yes. you're raising yeah. adults. You're not True. raising children. Like, right. we want them to be competent adults. And mm-hmm. so, setting that example is uh-huh. a great way to do that but it can be a challenge yes and i always think that walking away and letting everything settle is a great <laughs> tactic as mm-hmm. well like yeah sure. so you have time to process it and you have time to think of it because in that moment you're definitely not right you know and, right. and you guys are talking about mature and you know lil has adhd and some other you know, things that are going on for her. Uh-huh. But that is once you guys started talking about that, she she has a hard time controlling her emotions. Mm-hmm. But then once she calms down and thinks about things, she'll calm down and mm-hmm. apologize Aww. and be able to talk through things. And it is. It's a testament. And, you know, yeah. hopefully, you know, all the battles that she faces in life, she's a little more, has some tools to... 
I love my lily bug. And she's something. She is. <laughs> I love her so much. All right. So I, wonderful. anybody want to move on to our next do betters and can't do betters? <laughs> oh, man. Sure. I know. So um, it's funny that we always hashtag do better. And <laughs> I think it's because just out of my own aggravation with humans that if I see somebody <laughs> doing something just stupid, just. You're do the originator better. of it. I did. Just yeah. do yes. better. Do like, better. We need shirts. Like, Amy and I want shirts and yeah. merch. Come on. Can't do better. Yes. Hashtag. Right. So yes. there's hashtag do better and then hashtag yes. can't do better for somebody yeah. who's doing something <laughs> perfectly right. And, you know, a do better. Like, really, you can't put your shopping cart back in the crowd. Do better. <laughs> really, you're going to throw your garbage on the ground. I hashtag yep. do better. Do right? better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, so who has an example? Uh, what, do you want to start with a do better or a can't do better? Oh, uh, we should start with a do better. All right. Yeah, and okay. can't do better. All right. Okay. Ooh, do you want to go first or do you want yeah. to? You I'll go first. Go, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, this is a good one. Okay, so. um, All right. Florida, we're looking at yes. you. Yes, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Always <Jeez>. Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is a uh, Florida man attempts to hide underwater from cops, <laughs> gets arrested after coming up for air. So Florida man attempted. Wait, in- hold on. Like, yeah. I need for you to read that in the voice. The voice. <laughs> no. Okay. So, okay. Back to a couple of uh, vacations ago, I was working at the beach mm-hmm. and Flo- uh, Rachel heard me um, make a, a business phone call and she's like, what is that oh, voice? Oh, I know this story. <laughs> she oh. has a phone voice. She's, she's done. Totally yes. different yes. than yes. normal. And I love it so yes. much. Do it. <laughs> Put oh, me to sleep, I don't know Lex. if I can do it. Like, <laughs> I know, um, now there's pressure. Yeah, yeah. Florida man attempts to hide underwater from cops, gets arrested after coming up for air, police say. Is that the phone voice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a Florida man attempted a not-so-great escape last week when he tried hiding from deputies underwater in a pond, an action movie stunt that officials easily foiled when he came up for air, authorities said. <laughs> Daniel Christopher Booth, 36, had warrants out for his arrest in Baker County for selling no. methamphetamine. Oh, oh, surprise. When a deputy attempted to arrest Booth at his job at a solar power plant, the sheriff's office said the 36-year-old ran away and dove into a pond. Now, we can only assume that Mr. Booth had seen one too many action movies and thought he could hide from the canine teams from Suwannee (laughs) CI and Mayo CI by hiding under the water in a pond, the post read. Deputies quickly spotted Booth when he came to the surface for air and made the arrest, according to the Post. Booth was transported soaking wet to the Suwannee County Jail, the sheriff's office said, adding several comical (laughs) hashtags, including hashtag not Rambo. How long did he think he could hold his breath? Like, let's start there. Social media users commented on the sheriff's post with several pointing out the fatal flaw in Booth's plan. The good action movies show that you need to hollow out a reed to breathe through. I was just going to say that. Yes. Another said clearly he forgot to grab a bamboo shoot to breathe through while he waited. He needs to watch more cartoons. (laughs) That is a hashtag do better. Yeah, do better. And do better Florida in general. Right? Uh. Like, I feel like every story. <laughs> Though I have a do better that originates in North Fayette Township, well, um, which is right near here. Ooh, yeah. So Mini Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so a 
man impersonated a police officer and pulled over a woman who then punched him to get away. Pennsylvania State Police said. Um, but, 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 I'm not going to read all of it. So basically this guy had a truck and put uh, red and white lights on the top and attempted to pull people over. And this poor woman pulled over and he tried to reach into the, her car and she punched oh him gosh. in the face and drove off and then called the actual police. They still haven't found the guy, yeah. but he needs to hashtag do better. Yes. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, why yep. would you impersonate right. a police so officer? Yeah, right? that is scary. Nice. So it does go on to say, like, some safety tips, ladies, that, or for anybody, really, if you're driving and you are not positive, that, first of all, Pennsylvania lights will always be blue and red, mm. not red and white. Good mm. to know. Uh, the person coming to your car should always be wearing a uniform and have their name and badge readily available. And... If you're not sure when the lights come on behind you, you can slow down and put on your flashers and call 911 and say, did you, it, like, there's a car behind me with lights or mm-hmm. is somebody pulling me over or drive to the nearest public parking lot or a well-lit area or something. So mm-hmm. don't pull over if you're not certain that it is an actual police car and don't be a fake police officer and punch <laughs> all of them in all of their faces because yes. that's terrible. Right. Yeah. Hashtag do better. Yeah. All right. So, Amy, you have a can't do better. I have a can't do better. And, guys, it was hard to find can't do better. <laughs> guys. But I'm going to start with my least favorite part of parenting. Two oh. very different opposite children, but with both children, potty training. Yes. It was the worst. And, like, one. Thanks, right now bless you yes like, jesus be a fence right yes please fix I it i have teenagers now and nothing <laughs> jesus be a potty did you just say that? <laughs> i sure did that is a good tagline i'm gonna have that's, to say that, that to my shirt jesus be a potty no okay so anyway <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I had one stubborn child and one child with physical problem, And yes. it's just mm-hmm. goodness. But anyway, I don't know where this took place. I couldn't find it. It was a Twitter story. It was on Some Good News. But um, there was a little boy who was having a hard time potty training. And his mom wanted to know what he would want as a prize. And what he wanted was to go trick-or-treating. Smart kid. Smart kid. So um, in January, he went on the potty five times in a row, which is a pretty solid stretch Mm -hmm. of time. And so his um, neighborhood came together for that mama and let that little boy trick-or-treat at their house. So sweet. So I just think it is so nice, you know, even if you don't 100% agree with somebody's parenting, supporting a mama who is struggling. That's awesome. Like, goodness, more people need to do that. When he went trick-or-treat, treating was his costume captain underpants yes (laughs) he was a ghost he was a ghost a ghost that pees in the potty right (laughs) maybe he had little ghosty underpants that match all right well there needs to be a follow-up story we need to make sure that he's still going like right otherwise they're gonna be doing trick-or-treat once a month (laughs) well he's smart he'll keep regressing and i want to do it again right Mm -hmm. anyway but i do have another i have a can't do better so i've heard of this site and I'm, I hope the guys didn't do this one, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, it's called Dad. How do I? It's a YouTube channel. It's a oh. it's a it's a it's a, a guy that didn't really yes. have a dad in his life. I don't know the whole situation, but basically he was like, I you know I wanted to create a space for people to come and learn just like general dad advice stuff, just yes. to how to tie a tie to a leaky faucet or 
leaky toilet, you know, that kind of stuff. So wow, I just thought, that's awesome. shout out to that guy. Very cool. He's a YouTube channel. And now I want to know if there's a mom. How do I? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's check that out. But yeah. I just thought, yeah. can't do better than that. So. Mm-hmm. Hashtag can't do better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this All was right. fun, ladies. Yes. Yes. So much fun. So the lunch fun. ladies, right? Yeah. yeah, we are the lunch ladies. <laughs> do we have yes. to wait till 200? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've I got know. a couple. We'll uh, I know we're cre- we have some requests to <laughs> yeah. keep oh, all coming right. back. So. Yeah. Okay, well you guys then. did great. Please do this again. Thank you, Michelle. All right. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. Thanks. Thank She's you. She's so Phil. sweet. Yeah. 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 All right. So that's it for episode 100. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and join us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire and thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> we were doing Edward Elgar. Ugh. I swore you, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> he just always does it so beautifully. Yeah, so I am very high. You know, it's small and it's weird. Mm-hmm. And I have zero need for affection. Chris came out of this closet. <laughs> do, do, do. Everybody sing a little song. <laughs> Ghost yeah. that pees in the potty. <laughs>